This is Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. The Printer's Row Lit Fest is one of the country's largest and oldest literary festivals. You can catch it this weekend in its namesake neighborhood downtown. Now, this year, the event will feature over 200 national and local award-winning writers, from novelists to journalists to poets. You'll even be able to catch some illustrators for children's books. And in a few minutes, we're going to check in with two local authors you can hear from this weekend. But first, we'll turn to Printers Row Lit Fest Program Director Amy Danzer. Welcome to Reset, Amy. Thanks for having me. So this is the 38th year of this festival. I'm curious what you're most excited for folks to learn from this year's celebration. Oh, my gosh. I don't, you know, there's something for everyone, Sasha Ann. So it's it's tricky to kind of answer that question. But we've got, like you said at the onset here, we've got, you know, award-winning authors from all over the country, um, also locally. We also have emerging writers, debut novelists who are going to be making their first-time appearances at the Lit Fest, um, memoirists, historians, and scholars. Um, our headliners this year are 2023 uh, Pulitzer Prize winners for nonfiction, mm. Robert Samuels and Talu Olanuripa, who have a book out um, entitled His Name is George Floyd, One Man's Life and the Struggle for Racial Justice. That's going to be a powerful conversation. Um, Natalie Moore is going to be leading that discussion. That's Saturday at 11.15 on the Feinberg stage on West Polk. Um, so I encourage people to come out for that. Um, we have Jenna Friedman joining us. She's a comedian. Um, and she was just recently on Conan. She's hilarious. She's nice. feminist, kind of political. I mean, very political. And she's great, biting sense of humor. Um, and she's going to be in conversation with Lindsay Hunter, um, a local writer who has a book out coming this fall. Um, but uh, Jenna also has a book out right now entitled Not Funny. It's a collection of nonfiction essays. So I encourage people to check that out. Lovely. Um, yeah, I could go on and on. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, while we're chatting here, let's let's hear from yeah. a few authors that people can find at the festival. Now, uh, we'll hear from Rachel Steyer in a few minutes, who's author of Betty Friedan, Magnificent Disruptor. First, we're going to turn to Lance Williams. He's the author of King David and Boss Daly, The Black Disciples, Mayor Daly, and Chicago on the Edge. He's also a professor of urban community studies at Northeastern Illinois University. Welcome back to Reset, Lance. Thanks for having me, Sasha. So people know who Mayor Boss Daly was. There's no you know, surprises there. Big guy, thick Chicago accent, you know, formidable who was David Barksdale, though? Yes. Uh, so David Barksdale was a kid uh, from the Mississippi Delta whose family migrated to Chicago in the late 1950s. He rose to become the king or leader of uh, the Black Disciples, uh, a black street gang uh, that ultimately became one of the largest uh, street gangs in the United States of America. Wow. Uh, at what point in your research for the book did you realize that Barksdale and Daly's stories, that they could be weaved together? Yeah, you know, it's a part of the uh, oral tradition of the African-American community that has been told for uh, decades, the similarities between the two. Uh, because, of course, uh, Richard J. Daly, in his early uh, years, was a member of uh, Irish street gang mm. that then evolved into um, a political type of uh, organization. And so a lot of people in the community have talked about over the years the similarities between uh, David's um, 
leadership of the black disciples and their political interests and how Daly was always um, paranoid about black street gangs uh, evolving into forces, political forces similar to um, uh, the Hamburg gang that he was the president of. Yeah. In the intro of this book, I, I found it interesting. You, you wrote, I don't I didn't make this story up. Right. You said no matter how unbelievable it sounds, I can't make this up. Um, you've been entrenched in this work for decades. So my my follow up thought was, what did you actually find unbelievable? Because you've seen a lot. Yeah, I don't I don't think I found anything um, unbelievable. I know that those who uh, might read the book may find some of the things um, a little far fetched. But uh, I, one of the things that I did learn um, was that I always had the understanding that the, the black disciples were kind of a apolitical entity. Mm-hmm. And so in my research, I found that they were much more politically involved than I thought. Yeah. Well, you'll be talking with Crane Chicago business politics reporter Lee Giangreco on Sunday at the Printers Row Lit Fest. Tell us more what we can expect. Uh, from the talk? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I'm excited to find out. <laughs> I'm just going to show up. <laughs> so, yeah. So, uh, I, you know, this is my second time uh, participating in, in the Lit Fest. Do you uh, like doing these? Oh, I love them. I yeah. love them. What and do you like? I, I just the interaction. And especially when you are telling Chicago stories, a lot of Chicagoans show up and have a lot of um, feelings about Chicago stories. And so I'm really excited about the dialogue that's going to come out of this. That's Lance Williams, author of King David and Boss Daly, The Black Disciples, Mayor Daly, and Chicago on the Edge. You can catch him at the Printers Row Lit Fest this weekend. Thank you, Lance. Thanks. Let's turn now to Rachel Steyer, who's author of Betty Friedan, Magnificent Disruptor. Welcome to the show, Rachel. Good to see you. Thank you so much for having me. So for those who may not know, Betty Friedan, she was a a feminist writer and activist. Tell us more. Yeah, um, she was a feminist writer and activist, as you say, from the 20th century. Mm -hmm. She wrote The Feminine Mystique, one of the most important American books, the Bible, as it were, one of the Bibles anyway, mm-hmm. of uh, 20th century feminism. A powerful speaker, too. Powerful. You power- watch old clips. It's- oh, my God. Wow. Yes. She she really, she had it. She had the gift. Um, and then she also uh, co-founded the National Organization for Women, uh, which is still active, alive, and... Um, and many other organizations and uh, entities, including uh, an all-female bank, uh, women's think tank. Mm. I mean, she was really trying to spread everything else. So there's so much there. I'm curious, what is it about her journey then that pushed you to write a book about her? Because I uh, mean, of all the feminist figures, yes, you chose her. Yes. Uh, well, she. I feel that she is misunderstood. Um, she um, and she has not had a biography that really tried to look at her whole life. And also she is a figure, she was quite controversial. Um, she was not, uh, she did not suffer fools gladly. And um, she really, she could sometimes be very cutting. And I think because of that, uh, she was somewhat marginalized, especially in her later years. And so I was very interested in writing about this figure who is, in my opinion, a heroine, but also has clay feet. Mm. Well, how do you see her work as a second wave feminist playing out today? Well, yeah, Uh, I think uh, obviously in some ways we have evolved in extraordinary ways, particularly in terms of uh, 
individual rights. But I think in terms of the things that Betty was very interested in, such as equal pay, um, reproductive rights, we have not really come as far as we should have, could have, whatever. And I think if she were around, she would be very disappointed. <laughs> yeah. That's that's a good way of putting it. Um, how did the research come about for this book? I mean, was that um, extensive? Ex- huge, yes, that was huge. I did maybe eighty interviews. Um, eighty, yeah, yeah. Wow. And then I also uh, looked at her papers and the National Organization for Women papers. And there are many, many archives. It's really right now. It's a golden age of research uh, for people who are interested in looking at this period because. Uh, a lot of women are do- are now donating their papers to archives uh, like the Schlesinger Archive um, at Radcliffe, and um, and you can see the b- real the real breadth of the movement as opposed to myths I think that have been perpetuated about it. I'll ask you the same question I asked Lance Williams a few minutes ago. I mean, are you looking forward to this uh, Printers Row Lit Fest? Yes, very much. Yeah. What what do, what, do, what do you like about these interactive experiences? Um, well, if you're a writer, you're in your room a lot alone for years. Right. <laughs> so, and then, uh, But then now you're in front of a yeah, bunch of people. Yeah, so it's really great. <laughs> what to a transition. Be, yes. And it's really great, great to be talking with people about Betty and introducing them to Betty. And um, I love that. Yeah. You're going to be in conversation with uh, Bloomberg and City Lab journalist Amy Yee. Mm-hmm. What is perhaps the biggest takeaway you want folks to come away with after hearing that conversation? Um, Just that there's much more to Betty uh, than the way she is currently described. Yeah. Uh, Amy's still with us. Amy Denzer, Program Director of the Printer's Row Lit Fest. Uh, Amy, what's it like for you hearing from these folks, from Lance Williams and and Rachel Steyer? I'm just so excited. You know, I I love my job currently, (laughs) but I really miss just being able to enjoy the the programming, you know, just to kind of go from one program to the next, have a bite to eat, have a drink, have discussions about the conversations we just heard. Um, So, yeah, I'm excited for people to get to enjoy that experience. You know, these are just a few of the great authors that people can find at the festival. As you said earlier, Amy, I could talk for days (laughs) about this. So I'm going to give you another moment here to to talk about some of the other events that people can find this weekend, because there's a lot going on. Lots going on, and we just we tried to have a little something for everyone, um, including the little people. Uh, so we've got a lot of great children's programming. We've got uh, a storybook parade that's going to be happening first thing Saturday morning. Um, that's going to be led by the Great Horned Owl, the Chicago Public Library's mascot, and the Yinhi uh, dancers. Um, it's going to circle back to center stage for a Bubbles and Bookmarks dance party. There's going to be... Wait, wait a minute now. Bubbles yeah. and Bookmarks? <laughs> yes. Um, and, you know, adults are welcome to join the dance party as well. Uh, so there's I love that. Hunt. Yeah. Um, there's going to be a drag story time. That's going to be on Sunday. A, a draw along, another dance along Sunday afternoon. So lots of really fun stuff for the, the kiddos. Who are you most excited to see? Um, well, I get to see everyone and no one. <laughs> so <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be at Hotel Blake all weekend, just kind of checking people in, making sure everybody's, you know, here and no problems um, getting to the fest. Um, and yet I don't get to see any of the programs. Um, yeah. Well, we'll enjoy it for you. And uh, we'll tell you how, how good it was. <laughs> How's Excellent. that? That's All right. Good.
We've been talking with Amy Danzer, Program Director of the Printer's Row Lit Fest, Rachel Steyer, and Lance Williams, who are two authors that you can catch at the festival this weekend for some great fun. Thank you all so much.